All right, Guy. Guy! Joy, what did we talk about today? Fuck all, I wasn't here. Who'd we get? I showed up late. Who'd we get? Jason Cape from the Temple. <laughs> here they are, the Temple Cape. You're checking out. Checking out. I've had a few fucking beers. <laughs> let's get up. You, let's go. The Temple Cape York, Jason Cady. Woo! We've got to do an intro here, so uh, if you fuck it up, this is what's going to happen. One right? take Tony. That's right, what they call him. Go. One take Tony. Ask hey his there. wife. Hey there, this is Taz. And I'm Joy, and you've stumbled across the Pub Ammo Podcast. The Pub Ammo Podcast is an escape from the everyday grind all you hard-working sloggers encounter. With a bit of facts and a knowledge and a shitload of, you might have to Google it, we've got you covered. So if you like pub stories, folklore, plus getting out fishing, hunting, just having an all-round go, we've got the podcast for you. Plus we're selecting some interesting guests to yarn with that'll fill your ear hole. So if you listen to Yarns with Az and Taz or T- the Taz Yarns podcast, you'll know what to expect. But if you're a virgin like me, hit that the subscribe button on your podcast app and bloody well hold, hold on. on. See that? We put pressure on ourselves. We fucked this up like five times, but we but got it, it now. It sounds good. It's confidence. Look Even at if that. You say something wrong. Fuck yeah. With confidence. Yeah. No one notices. That's right. No one has a fucking clue. They're still listening. Story of my life. They're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right. Uh, welcome to the Pub Emo Podcast. Uh, we've got Jason and Katie from the Temple Cape York here. Oh, g'day, g'day. G'day, g'day. Um, hey. All Jason wanted us to hurry up so we could have this fucking drink of this yeah. <laughs> tequila. Give the tequila away. Are you a tequila fan? Well, no, but no. I'm, a fan, Look, of, I'm a fan of getting drunk. Yeah, there you go. That's the spirit. <laughs> That's the spirit. doesn't have one. Wait, wait, wait. Fuck him. What's he been doing for the last half an hour? <laughs> Fucking hell, that's, that's, that's a pretty big shot. Thank you for joining us. Uh, so welcome everybody. Oh wow, that's new. <laughs> so tequila isn't for everyone, but I'm a big tequila fan. Yeah, right. Me and Jose get along really well. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally I'm kind of one beer at the start and then I'll just sit on that for the rest of the night. Oh, yeah, really? yeah. Nice. Do, you, do you know how, like, what's the story behind tequila? How do you make tequila? So it's made from that agave plant. Yeah. Over in Mexico and Southern America, there's a few countries that are doing it now. This one we're drinking, this Casamigos, is owned by George Clooney. Oh, okay. Yeah, we heard that. Yeah. Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he owns this one. There's plenty around. I think, I think the, big, the big misconception with tequilas is whenever we go out clubbing, what do they serve you? Shit Sierra tequila with a yeah. little red hat on it. And that. it's not too dissimilar to Cat's Piss and Rocket Fuel. <laughs> So no one enjoys the tequila experience because of that. And it tastes even worse on the way back out, doesn't it? Are we, to- are we talking about clubbing in Innisfail? Oh, Jesus, no. <laughs> I don't think there is one. Is there? Well, there used to be. Oh, there is rumours. Well, there used to be rumours because I played there, fuck, when I was about 18 years old. So, really? So about 30-odd years ago. Yeah, I right. I remember playing there. Is that when you had a ginger mullet? Yeah, I probably did have a ginger mullet back then, and I don't know what was going on because, like, we had pretty shitty stage equipment because back in those days the club didn't even have a house PA. No, that's right. You had so to bring had, your own gear, didn't you? We play our own house PA, and, like, we had, you know, we were so fucking uncivilised. We had, instead of the proper power setups, we had, like, little fucking Cambrooks, you know? <laughs> that's the way. And so we were running, you know, those big, like, we had a big uh, concert W bin, yeah. and so we were running big power amps to run it, and they were plugged into this fucking one little 10-amp, Canberra power board <laughs> and we couldn't figure out why after every third song when you'd fucking do a big build up the power just cut out completely cut out 
And like we're trying to blame, you know, we're going, you've something wrong with your power here, mate. Yeah, Meanwhile, yeah, yeah. it's our poxy little fucking Kmart <laughs> Canberra power board. But I do remember there was this, there was my first, like I was seriously 18 years old and there was a cougar there. There was this chick that she'd been recently divorced and she was watching me all night and like she dead set came on to me and I fucking had no idea how to deal with it and I fucking... Packed me shit up at the end of the night and fucked off as quick as I could because it frightened the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> Sheer terror. Of oh, <laughs> fucking what was the band called? Side effects. Side effects. Yeah, with the FX, you know, like some. Of course, of course, it makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You would, you'd not do it. You'd not spell it any other way. No, of course. Where were you based? Cairns here. Tableheads. Were you? Yeah, we're big news on the tableheads. Were you? Oh yeah, yeah. We showstoppers. Played, we played. Uh, we kind played of a the, big deal. Many little bound books. Yeah, no, we played the. Uh, we played at uh, Pat Daly's fortieth in his dairy for our first gig. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and to hose out the cow shit and, and sell our stuff. And it only went up from there. Uh, Oh, it was fucking. It was great, man. It was. It was. It was a good place to start a rock and roll band, Tablelands, because they're so starved for music. Mm. And it's, so, it's not too dissimilar here either, is it? Yeah, I can imagine. There, mm. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any kids bands, anything in this town. Uh, yeah, no, know, but that's that's across the board, though. Mm. I mean, it seems. To be I think like, it is. I mean, that, and that's got a lot to do with technology too, because it's so easy to make your own shit at home. So yeah. easy to be a musician, yeah, now, isn't it? It is. So everyone's a producer. Oh, I it tell them all this fucking. If you, if you, if I tell these cunt, young cunts that are fucking doing this DJ and shit, yeah. if you call yourself a musician and fuck come near me, I'm not. <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. Steady on Tiger. Is it my, <laughs> no, I'm fucking doing it. My Man, I do agree with you. I, I mean, tell them, don't you can yeah. tell yourself like yeah. you do um, make music and stuff, but you're not yeah. a musician. Yeah. No, yeah. there is a difference. Mm. You know That's I mean? why all the music sounds the same today. We talk about this a lot. It gets very cookie music. cutter. It isn't, especially it is. especially right. in country music. Hundred percent. I mean, I cut my teeth on country music, yep. and back when I started, I mean, there was a diverse range of music, but now. Because it's so popular in America and it's just production line. You know, it is. that Nashville it's pop sound. country now. Yeah, it is. I mean, mm. they know what sells. That's right. And people just keep eating up the same shit, you know. Mm. I mean, and I suppose worldwide it's so decrease in musical appreciation, you know. Yeah. People just follow the trends That's instead exactly of right. thinking for themselves and saying, I do like that, you know. And it's it's weird that it happened now because there's such an interesting dynamic with music now that you've got something like Spotify mm. where you can look up anything you want. You can find throat singing from Nepal. You can find anything. Like yarling? Found it. Yarling. Is that it? It? Yeah, yodeling. You know about yarling? Yeah. yeah. He's done a bit of throat singing on me before. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's weird that we're wearing pants or something. <laughs> There's guests here. Well, we only learned about This, this. is not the closest I've ever sat in, by the way. We only learned about yarling over the weekend up at the Black Mountain Unplugged Music Festival. Oh, did you? Fuck, best festival ever. Was it? Oh, have you guys been there? No, I haven't. No. Do yourself a treat. We had a blast. Where was it? Black Mountain. Black Mountain, right at the Just foot of Black Cookie. Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's, yeah whose heard, property was that? Heard of a band called the Road Trippers? Yeah, and, they, yes. and then they do the Toad Rippers. That's yeah, right. that's yeah. Right. yeah. You think you think Road Trippers are insane, man? Toad Rippers take it to the next level. <laughs> like it's it's They're really cool. ego. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so Gav, the lead singer from Road Trippers, he organises. He runs the whole festival. It's on his property. He's got this like a leasehold cattle property right at the base of Black Mountain. Wow. And it's the most cool, unique, uh, family-orientated little festival. Like, there's limited numbers. What's it's the only... property called? Uh, I don't know Remember? what the property's called, but it's just called Rock. Beam Up. Yeah. Okay. It's called Beam Up. But yep. um, just incredible location. And, and they've done a really good job with all the amenities. Like, yeah, okay. you can imagine, it's, it's like that savannah sort of Cooktown yeah, yeah, country. Yeah. Yep. 
but beautiful creek running out of the Black Mountain and big gums and shady and beautiful grass lawn and, and the amenities are just like Spot really on. original, you know? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, the signage is all fucking written on like a fucking Holden car bonnet. And yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing, no core flute signs and that sort of shit. I think generic. I've heard about this. Friend of mine, friends of mine have got a station up near Hopevale on the oh, north. Yeah, yeah, the Harrigan boys. Yeah, Porky and those guys, yeah, yeah. Porky and Renee, and they play in a band as well. Yeah, that's their black image. Black image, that's well, they their, oh, Did they? they? I was yeah. wondering if they did because I think they played it last year too, maybe the Yeah, they probably do. They'd be regulars. Yeah, they are. But that was one of the highlights for me is so Pando the bass player yes. Pando Harrigan yep so his son is now on the gig oh really and oh actually I did, I did hear that yes yeah, okay. I did hear that yeah so he's on the gig and so he was playing with Black Image and he's playing right beside his dad yep and you can see they're sort of looking at each other all night and his old man's giving him the wink you know, <laughs> yep. you know? and then as the night progressed because then he played he actually did the finishing the road trippers with the headliners for that night yeah and this young fella I can't remember his name he's about 15 years old yep and, uh, you know, he's got all the fucking ring of Western gear on. And he's, he's a pretty good bull rider too, eh? Possibly, Same young yeah, fellow I'm yeah, thinking yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, he's a real good bull rider. But um, just the, the, the way he progressed in confidence over mm. throughout the course of the concert that night and then yeah. at the end of the night, you know, the mosh sort of mosh pits happening and he's up on stage and he's, he's like winking at the girls, yeah, you know. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was beautiful to watch. Yeah, it was excellent. so fucking cool. How many people there? Well, they sell 400 tickets. Yeah, 400. Tickets. Oh, it's just 400. Yeah, because they've got like – and obviously they sell out really early because right. there's this progression of signs as you're driving in. First one says, no tickets available. And then the next one says, no, we mean it. There's no tickets available. <laughs> and then, then the next one is, U-turn for non-ticket holders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last one in, dogs yeah, are out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, but it's a fucking super cool festival. But um, why, why did we start talking about Black Mountain Festival? Music. Uh, Music. Because we're talking about music. We talk about music. We talk music all the time. But you two have quite a unique story that I'm not privy to. This mm. fella is. So do we? where he is <laughs> where he is from and what do you do? Because it's a unique part of the world you're in. Well, that that's probably a good conversation, is the trials and tribulations of trying to run a business in a remote location. In a remote area. That's pretty much our story. Hundred percent. Mm, that's what we've been doing since we met. How long have the trials and tribulations been going? Well, they call on it trails past Cape Tribulations. <laughs> I don't know, but they should. That's very good. That's very good. Oh, we've been trying to set up this business for four years now. 2019 we kicked off. And it's, um, well, mostly because of Katie. Katie, uh, oh, you know, if, if, if you get her to open up, if she has a couple more fucking Jose Cuervo. She'll start telling you. She's got a big, oh. big history, a big um, history in uh, hospitality. Okay. Had a couple of cafes and restaurants on the Gold Coast. And, and so when she came up to my joint, when we met, you know, that's a long story, but when she came up to, to my joint, she, um, you know, we could obviously see that a lot of potential. Potential. And so, you know, the fucking big ideas started started cooking up and, and um, yeah, we've sort of started on this journey, you know, and we've created, we've made a big noise. We've made a big noise on the yeah. east coast of Cape York because anyone who knows Cape York knows that, the East Coast is very inaccessible. Mm. There's pretty much two roads that yeah. leave the PDR to get into the East Coast. Like That's right. Port Stewart at Cohen. Yep. And then there's the Lockhart Road where we are. Yep. So we're at Portland Road. Portland Road's, isn't it? Mm. I stalked you on Facebook, not in a creepy way. Oh, yeah, Had no. my pants on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we've set up this little accommodation business in there. And, um, man, it is. It's, it, it is trials and tribulations. Mm. I mean, Absolutely you, it you, is. You think, because, I mean, initially when I bought that property up there, I had this 
this ambition to get as far the fuck away from compliance and regulation as I possibly could. Yep. But you can't. it Papua failed. New Guinea wasn't yeah. close enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it failed dismally. Well, this, the thing is, as soon as we got on the radar, because we did, I mean, we sort of, you know, we started this really cool little business and because Katie's connected with some really cool people that came up and started the social media and got the attention and then it also got the attention of the local government authority, yeah, you know, course, who I probably don't have to mention. Yep. Um, and then once that happens, you know, you're in the fucking system. Yeah, that's And exactly right. the eyes are on you. Yep. And, and you got to toe the line. Oh, fuck. Well, I mean, you don't have to, but the thing is if you want to make your life reasonably livable, you need to fucking toe the party line. And that's it's, right. And that's the line that we're trying to tread at the moment. We're trying to tread that line between actually running a business and not going broke because of all the compliance requirements. All the BS. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we talk about it all the time. Oh, so yeah. for the listeners at home, mm. tell us what the business is. Katie. A detailed rundown. Come oh. on, Katie, this is yours. Hey, we've got, we've got an accommodation business up there. We've okay. only got five rooms, very um, intimate. and um, We like intimate. Yeah, where <laughs> it's just a unique part of the world. Yeah, okay. Yeah, And, I mean, Jason, like you yarning on going, oh, we had all these big ideas. No, we didn't. We, it was more like... <laughs> We, how can we stay here and get and get money and, and get an and income? I was like, all right, well, we'll roll out a swag and we'll rent out that. We'll put that top room on Airbnb, and that's how it started. Yeah. And, and here is like, where yeah. exactly Portland Roads. Roads. Yep. Portland Roads. Yeah, which is, I mean, what eight hundred fifty k's north of Cairns. North of Cairns hits yeah. the sea. Yeah, well, it's yep. the it's the most northerly freehold land on the east coast of Australia. So oh, there's yep. this tiny little historically fishing village. Yep. Uh, and there's like, I don't know, there's between our little community, Portland Roads and Weymouth Bay, just around the corner, I think there's 15, fuck, we never really counted, but there's about 15 freehold blocks. Yeah, okay. And they're proper freehold. And then yeah, yeah, just yeah. north of us is the Pasco River. And yep, so, I know the Pasco quite well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's the most northerly freehold land on the East Coast. It is. Yeah. I know, I missed out on a block at the Pasco about three years ago. Oh, really? Hill. I slept, I, I, I said to the missus, it popped up on Marketplace of all places. Really? And it was 20 acres on the Pasco. Uh, okay. The livable shed, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he only wanted like 70 grand for it. Yeah, that's oh, what, that was Water Hills. Hills. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and yeah, I said yeah. to the missus, as soon as I saw it, I said, mm. I want to buy that. She said, why? I said, it's just a good block. It just is. I said, you won't get it. She's from the sunny coast. I mm. said, she said, where is it? Could we live there? I said, yeah, well, you could, but it's 900-odd k's north. It's, it's mm. a fair way off the beaten track. Yeah, well, it's six hours from us. Yeah, it's exactly right. So you you can imagine Because you've got to go back in are. and back out again, mm. don't you? Yeah, well, you can get there by boat. If you go up the Pasco River, it's like a on a decent day, it's a half-hour boat ride. That's exactly and you're right. And you ride at the heart of, yeah. of, of Wattle Hills. But otherwise, yeah, from us, it's a six-hour exactly. like, arduous voyage across the Frenchman's track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so, it's not a good track. No, no, it's, it's a track for motorcycles. Yeah, it's yes, a great it bike track. Absolutely, but um, but like that whole Wattle Hills area, they're having their dramas with the local government authority as well. Like you imagine, are they? you can you can imagine oh, yeah. how remote they are, and this local government authority who we won't mention is coming up there and trying to get them to certify all their old sheds and you know things that have been there for donkeys. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you know these people are just they're minding their own business up there, trying to escape normality and drop out yeah. of society and. But they're subject to the same bullshit. Leaving the real Australia. Man, I tell you what, like this is a topic that people need to start talking about is the uh, layers and layers of unnecessary bureaucracy in local government. Oh, every, oh everywhere. Mate. From one end of the country to the other. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I we mean, talk we, about it here, oh, just in this country all the time. I explain the future. There's no more jobs. The, the jobs are red tape. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Well, that's the that's the thing that keeps it in per- perpetuity is mm. they keep putting adding these layers of bureaucracy so that they can get more people into the machine. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. And like I mean, our local government authority is so top heavy. You know who what I mean? do you fall under? Cookshire. It is still Cookshire mm. up there, is mm. it? Yeah, yeah we're right. Cookshire. Well, if you imagine the Cape, I mean, the Cookshire is pretty much most of the Cape it all is. the way up to the Jardine River. Yeah, that's right. Excluding the few Aboriginal local government authorities. In between. Like, yeah, they've all got their own um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aboriginal communities. That's right. That have their own local government authority. Um, but apart from that, it's all Cookshire. Mm. And, I mean, like, I get it. I mean, Cookshire is a massive landmass. Yeah, one of the biggest. With a huge road network of unsealed roads and a tiny population. So, you know, there's a small rate base, but it's just, I don't know, it just, it just seems like to me there is so much unnecessary bureaucracy that goes on. Do you guys get stung with big rates up there? How no, they they're not they, huge. They, the rates aren't huge. They couldn't possibly because you're at the end of a dirt track, 800 clicks north. Well, we don't get any services. Exactly. But, I mean, like, a, a, like in a good indication is like we had to uh, pay a plumbing application that we submitted recently for a little development we got going on up there. And the plumbing application was... It was $1,300, I think, which mm. consisted of 500 bucks for a lodgement fee. <laughs> so you got to pay money to actually lodge yeah. application and then 500 bucks for the application fee and then the chick on the phone says, and then there's 300 and something dollars for uh, on-site connection, on-site sewerage connection. <laughs> and I'm going, I'm going, we live in Portland Rose, mate. There's no sewerage. Exactly. And so what am I connecting to? And yeah. she, she says, oh, I'll, I'll get back to you. And she goes off and comes back and says, yeah, no, no, it's because you don't connect to the oh town sewerage that we have to give you an on-site. And I'm going, that is a load of shit. Yeah. You're taking Stop the piss. It. Yeah, but anyway, so you got to, what are you going to do if you don't no, pay I know, it? I know, and it's, it's, it's the same the country over mm. it. That's what you say is the sewerage fee, is it your shit? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the fee, that's yeah, their yeah. shit. I know, oh, they get you everywhere, even out, even up in the sticks on the Cape. Yeah, it's a fucking mm, joke, you know. Yeah. The thing is, like, it, it wouldn't be so bad if it didn't start to affect you, as in, in so many aspects. Like, I mean, any stress that we have up there is because of our our compliance issues, you know. I mean, because yeah. we're trying our asses off. I mean, you can imagine how difficult it is to live up where we live, yeah, let I, alone running a business. Yeah. I, I lived mean, up in Aracoon for a while and, and same sort of thing, mate. Mm. It's the, just the remoteness of it all mm. makes everything so mm. much harder. Yeah. You have to be a month ahead of yourself. Yeah. yeah. You just do. But I think, the, I think the trick for us is that we need to beat them at their own game. So we need to, because we were talking about this recently, you know, that you have a town plan. Mm. And so the trick for us is we need, when they release the next... Um, Planning scheme. Yeah, the the public uh, consultation period for the next town plan. We need to jump in and say, you people need to start treating remote locations like us differently to how you treat someone like Cooktown. Yeah. yeah, of course. Because it's a completely different world. Of course. I mean, mm. we're, we're subject to all different conditions. Yep. You know? I mean, our road closes this year. It closed on Christmas Day. Like, this is our major access yeah, yeah, yeah. for us to get in and out. It closed on Christmas Day last year. And it opened up on like the 25th May. of May this year. So and we're one of the only places in Australia that where landlocked falls about up to six months of the year. Yeah. Those rivers go up and they stay up. And they, they do. I mean, that's we, exactly we right. were used to that. Yeah. Like we would just fly out, but that's, I didn't realise we're only, we're one of the only places in Australia. Mm. Do you get most of your freight barged in? Oh, no. that's, no. A, that's a lot. That's a worst uh, case scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Sea Swift oh, won't miss you. They won't miss you. <laughs> they won't miss Government you owned. at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. A long all. time ago, I worked up Torres Strait for Jardine Shipping, and they oh, were yeah. at the time competition for Sea Swift. Yeah. Oh, was there another one? Yeah, there Jardine was. Jardine Shipping. Yeah. They yeah, still there around? Was two. No, they're gone. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, they're gone because as soon as they were gone, yeah. C-Swift just had the monopoly well, and they, even, they have just... They even bought out oh, the toll raped one. and pillaged. They even bought out toll up yep, in Gulf, they did. didn't they? They did, and so Brambles, Brambles was up on Torres Strait oh, for a little yeah. while as well. They bought the old Jardines yard oh, yeah. and they bought Brambles out just to mm. keep that monopoly. Yep, yep. It's worked for them. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a C-Swift story. Ooh, Tell us. i got my, my boat in the shed over there. Gove, I bought it from Gove, yeah. Northern Territory. Gove to Darwin's probably, what did you say, 2,000 kilometres? Something Gove like that. Gove to Darwin, yeah. Probably that. Yeah. Gove to Weeper is probably about 1,000, not even 800. Yep. And straight across the yeah, Gulf. Straight across. They wouldn't ship it to Weeper, and I could have drove up to Weeper and picked it up. Mm. It would have been cheaper for me because mm. they wanted four, five grand to get from Gove to Darwin mm. on the boat. But they said no because... Um, Northern Territory only does Northern Territory. They don't have, have a boat that goes from Gove, Gove to Weeper, only a boat, boat that goes from Gove to Darwin. Yeah. So it had to go pretty much the other side of Australia, then come back mm. across, and then I had to pay a truck another five grand to get it from Darwin to Townsville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense to me because it's actually cheaper for us if we were to get, say, a car delivered. It's cheaper for it to go from Cairns to Weeper and then us drive it across to what it is to get it unloaded at Lockhart River. Yeah. Is it Be- really? Well, it is because, and like this isn't, I mean, I'm not trying to defend Sea Swift, but the Ports North Corporation owns all the other ports on, on yeah. the East Coast, whereas yep. the one at Weeper is, it's public, it's public it wharf. So you That's don't right. pay the massive Ports North Corporation fees. Yep. But I mean, how fucking ridiculous that it's cheaper to fucking send it all the way around there and drive it over than what it is to drop it off halfway around. It makes it. Almost unlivable for these small communities. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was living in Araku and you go into the local shop up there and you look at the prices that they have to pay for a cabbage. Yeah. Mm. Come on. Yeah, it's yeah. Getting, and then you it's wonder getting why. better, though. It is getting it's better. Getting look, better. And, and as the, the, the further north that road gets yeah. sealed, it'll, it'll, it'll continue to get better. Personally, I think it'll ruin the Cape, but mm. anyway, potatoes, potatoes. Well, <laughs> I mean, I totally agree with you, but after, like, I just bought a little tip truck in Cairns a couple of weeks ago and a little rigid cab over tip truck and I drove it up to home. Good drive. And <laughs> man. It was a punish. It was such yeah, a fucking yeah, yeah. punish. Like, it, this is an old, this is an 8, 98 model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back up with dirt. Yeah, it was full. I was yeah. full of shit. Don't worry. <laughs> Nothing goes up to our place empty. No, it wouldn't. It you was totally would. full. You but there was do. that section between Cohen and Musgrave, you know, yeah. Musgrave, Cohen Head North. Yep. And, like, there's the sections where the corrugations are just the right height and the right distance apart <laughs> that you are just... Yeah, <laughs> bouncing. You're in Canter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was it a Canter it's truck? It's a Mitsubishi Canter. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, it yeah, totally yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, totally. Which actually brings me to another interesting point about the Cape is that I have no idea and I would love someone to explain to me why the fuck are we spending multi-millions of dollars building this stupid fucking bridge over the Archer River mm. when as soon as the wet season comes along, Laura goes up, Deep Creek yep. goes up, you can't fucking go anywhere anyway. They should have learnt with the Laura. They did the same thing with yeah. the Laura Bridge. They built exactly. that all the way up. First yeah. wet season had a metre of water across the top yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> first wet season. Very first wet season. Yeah. And they took their sweet time building that bridge Wait, too. Yeah. So, Jesus, so, so Zal, if you're listening, time. I met you last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was chatting to him too. Boy, he's a civil engineer. He's a bloody good yeah, follower, yeah, yeah. Has he got something to answer for, has he? Yeah, he, he's, he does 
Oh, he works on those. Is he stuff. really? Yeah, he's working on the Archery River. Oh, Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love you, Zal. Go up another two metres. <laughs> it is, it is. There's some parts of Australia that is just always going to be weather dependent. Yeah, and yeah. they'll build that road and the wet season will fuck it. And yeah, then they'll build it again. And I the just don't understand the mentality. And it's the same, like, we just left Az's place and that fucking cassowary thing they're building just yeah. south oh. of him. What's the go there? Oh, it's, a, it's a nature bridge. That is the idea of it. It's a nature bridge from one side of the other. Now, I'm not sure <laughs> if they picked the right spot, though, personally. Yeah. Because I think a few of those buzzards are going to be committing suicide yeah. when they walk off the edge of that bridge because she's a hell of a drop. <laughs> but did you know what's on the other side of that? <laughs> what? The Queensland Rail Line. Oh, so they're breathe. walking straight off and onto the Queensland Rail Line. So they built that tunnel for animals to walk over. Yes, walk over onto the Queensland Rail Line. Yep. Is it is it like a, an inverted half pipe that they think the cats are wearing skateboard over? Yeah. <laughs> like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> but I was also talking about that last night. They just said, well, only two trains a day go through there. So instead of like two. Hundred thousand cars, whatever. So the yeah, yeah. But as was saying that the the budget's blown out by thirty million dollars. Well, that's what their I job's been going is. for ages, mate. I reckon their job's been going for what yeah. two years. Mm. And the way I said it, they should just have buy a, a little property, mm. breed cassowaries. One gets hit, go and drop <laughs> another one off there. <laughs> Cheat that in the long run. Great They're idea. not wrong. Not, and I tell you what, though, down these Ooh, ways, shit. if you run over a cassowary. It's a friggin' lynch mob. Oh, man. They will come looking for you on yeah. social media. Yeah, People will be putting up CCTV from <laughs> the front of their houses. Yeah, They'll go to town on you. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same if you shoot a croc. Same, same. Yeah, right. You're up shit's creek. Fuck, yeah, right. Anyway. But um, I don't understand why they didn't put a tunnel in. I feel like under the road would have been so much oh, easier. Oh, for the cassowaries. Over the road. Yeah, 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 that makes a lot of sense. Mate, it's a lot easier to Stop take something it. out than it is to put Stop it in. Stop it with this the common is why, sense. Why, this is why I can't work for council. Yeah. <laughs> common sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's the attraction up there besides the fishing, the country? Like, it's just God's Besides country. the everything, what's the attraction? Oh, I'm only there because Katie's there. Listen to him. If it wasn't for her, I'd fuck off. I'd go. I'd the live thing... in Innisfail. I'd live in Pinchin Hills. <laughs> in, our, in our forty metre deep pool. <laughs> we're, we're in our own bubble up there. It's uh, and that's the best part. Two thousand nineteen. Yeah. So you went up there just before COVID. Yeah, well, we're, no, we've been up there longer than that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but we started the business in two thousand nineteen. So right. you actually have yeah. a, the place you got. It's got a bit of history about it. Yeah, it does. It's a World War II site. Yep. So. Yeah, it is. I mean, people underestimate or don't even, through sheer ignorance, I suppose, aren't aware of the military history on at Portland Roads. I mean, it was a critical, it played a critical role in the defence of Australia in, from invading Japanese forces in 1943. Um, you know, I mean, they, they had the wharf there, so the wharf was built at the beginning of the 1900s to service the gold. And then when the war effort started and the Allies came along, the Americans came along, as they do, and fucking beefed it up, which, you know, was incredible. They built this incredible piece of infrastructure so that they could... Because it's, it's 90 metres from the mainland across the tidal flat to the drop-off where it goes seven metres. Yep. So it does make the perfect landing harbour if you've got a wharf. Um, and so, yeah, the, the Americans and the Allies built, the, uh, built this wharf and that's how they supplied all the airstrips because there was three major airstrips back at Lockhart River and that's where they coordinated all the airstrikes from there up to New Guinea and that's pretty much where they stopped the, Stop. the Japanese from yeah. coming south, you know. Far out. Yeah, I mean, and so, I mean, I don't know, how many troops were there? 
I think there was about 16,000 troops within the Iron Range area. Oh, well, you would have. But now there's like, where we've been. You would have Now there's 16. Yeah, now there's 16. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we just dropped a few zeros. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. But I don't know too many places where the population's gone backwards. Now there's only eight full-time residents where we live. Is there really? Yeah, so Is back it in a- the day it was like, you know, it was it was fist pumping with people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is it a tight knit group up there? Do you just all kind of yeah. look out for each other as much as you can? Absolutely, man. You got to, eh? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Last podcast, we did have a, a, a murder story. Ooh. Remember oh, we did tell you about that. Yeah, yeah we've had some <laughs> shit go down up there. Like, we've had heaps yeah. of shit. Croc attacks, we've had murders, That's what, oh my drug busts. Croc um, there too, didn't he? The soldiers. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's actually just raised its ugly head again because there's now a big. Uh, Civil case between Comcare, who does the... I think they're representing the soldiers. And they're basically suing the Australian Defence Force for lack of training or something. Oh, and what a joke. An absolute <laughs> Mate, there's mangroves joke. there. Don't get out of your mm. fucking boat. Mate, mm. those boys knew what they were doing, like, because I had a, I was having a yarn with the fella that had his arm ripped off by a croc. And, and his was, arm ripped off in well, a 40-metre free dive well, field. He, <laughs> he saved his mate. He saved his mate mm. and he and he did. He got death rolled a few times and, you know. Yeah, we could oh, – fuck, there was some – But anyway, we we speculated that they were spear diving. There is a lot of bombings around there. Yeah. So they knew what they were doing. Yep. It's like, you know. It was – I mean, they were also young though. Mm. Like, uh, young and dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Under well, 25, frontal lobe hasn't formed. They're yeah. fucking idiots. Yeah, they're all I idealistic. was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but have, no, Until but I was 31. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, M. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> My wife saved me or I would have been eaten by something. I think it's going to happen more often than not now because our, the, the croc world and the human world, it's colliding a lot more. Yeah, but you know, what's, you know what's interesting to me is that over the past couple of years, I think there's been six people escape... Like head in jaws. Hey, hey. So I don't know what's going on with the crocs. They're getting fucking soft. <laughs> well, they don't. Small, well, I don't small. care. I mean, you fucking got your head in the crocodile's mouth. You think you're gone, but the no. one at the one at Archer Point wasn't yeah. small. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a big croc. Is that the, the speed? Oh, I don't know. I'm skeptical on that. I've seen that crocodile. He's a big, big crocodile. That you don't get away from that. But that croc took that boy down. To the bottom, yeah. Took mm. him down the bottom. Mm. Like that's like some crazy. You reckon, you reckon it's embellished? Oh, a smidgen. You reckon he... A smidgen. Yeah, but surely he would have had serious five, wounds. I you mean, guys like, have seen five-metre crocodiles. Oh, we see one every fucking morning. There you go. Little see, little we got one behind our house at the moment. EPA is trying to get him. They've been oh, trying really? to get him for a couple of months. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's give, been giving a few people a hard time. Yeah. A five-metre crocodile. Oh. Yeah, there's no... Oh, are, you, are, you, are you saying they've exaggerated oh. the size of the croc that took that fellow Five metres, two metres, <laughs> tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> No, when its friggin' teeth are embedded in your head, I'm sure it looked like it was five metres. It, it was actually a goanna that fell into the water. What's that goanna doing in the water? He was that pissed he wasn't actually even in the water. He's in his swag. Goanna was looking for somewhere warm, latched onto his ear like that. What they need to do is where it stopped. They need to get that lad and ask him, how big's your dick? <laughs> and if he says six inches and they measure it and it's four, yeah. you know the croc was off. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not shitting on his story. It was uh, a good story. No, look, you thought that that soldier boy exaggerated to me. Well, um, and the- I know that he wasn't. He was rattled. He was shaken. And he was telling me what happened that day when he was. Well, the, the scepticism snuck in when Queensland Parks and Wildlife did come up and they trapped a croc about two weeks after. And they claim it was the croc. And oh. so so the story goes from the soldier is that he's 
helped his mate by stabbing him. He said he stabbed it in the eye. And so when the Parks and Wildlife came up and shot the suspected crocodile and they sunk it in the mangrove just around the corner from our joint and a couple of our neighbours who are genuine Cape York lads and do not bullshit, they went and found the fucking croc mm. at low tide. Yeah. And no trace of any stab marks of any description. Do you so, honestly think yeah. that, the, that, that they found... Can the, you don't contradict me on air. <laughs> He's right. At the end of the day, there's not just one croc in our area. No, there's a few. They yeah. just killed the first croc yeah. they could just to say, yeah, we got Seal him. The story. Happy days. Old him. mate told me he was like, he saved his mate. It was a very heroic tale. He wasn't big noting. He was rattled. Like, I could see it in his face. He was like, he was like yeah, it was hectic. Mm. And he said that, he goes, mate, if you see a croc with one eye, he goes, yeah, that's that's the one. Because he the croc had grabbed onto his own arm and he was just stabbing it in the eye and, like, continuously to let go. It sounds a lot like a Happy Gilmore movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, now I'm going to put my hand up. <laughs> Bloody oath. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's exactly what I <laughs> A little too precisely, actually. So again, like I said, <laughs> what was the coach's name? Oh, it's going to annoy me now. Uh, Carl Weathers. I know it was no. Carl Weathers. Was that's that, who the actor was. Yeah, was but I can't. Ca- Skips or? Oh God. Pooch, pooch. Scooter. Something. I'm just singing a pooch now. Um, that's all I've got. Pouch. That's all right. So you get much. You get much outdoor time up there. You must do. Hey. Well, I must see some if you saw our things, house, we, we live outdoors. Yeah, do you? We don't have any doors, windows, walls, fuck all. We uh, just—it's—it's it's the outside is inside. Yeah. That's why if ever we go away, we need to make sure we got a caretaker there because within three days of no habitation yeah. in our house, the bush Animals turkeys, moving. the fucking geckos, the the. <laughs> Palm trees, coconuts, it's all inside. Everything. It's not that pick up that you're gone. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. serious. Yeah. I, I, I like, a memo goes out. We and do one of those big buster things on that. And, like, honestly, it's like the tree, whatever. They just figure out that we're gone. Yep, move on in. Just so, swallows the house up. The jungle swallows the house. Well, Would, you just do. It does. Yeah. And, Would, like, snakes like snakes roll in. There's shitting everywhere. There's a lot of shit. Like, like a lot of shit. Yeah, you'd see some pretty cool wildlife. We you do. must do. We do. We're yeah, actually talking about cassowaries. We've got a little cassowary crew up there too. Have you? Yeah, we do. Wow. See them from time to time. I guess they'd be in that Iron Bark National Park, aren't they? Iron Range. Iron Range. Sorry, Iron Bark. Good old Iron Range. Iron Range National Park. The man from Iron Bark. That's right. Sounds more Sounds more Aussie. That's why your shirts look nice and ironed. Yeah, yeah, and very clean. Oh, we're lucky there's no... But it's interesting because, like, when we were operating the business, because if anyone from Cookside is listening, we don't operate our business anymore well, we, until we become fully compliant. Yep. So when we used to operate our business up there, we used to entertain guests, um, We were. it was always a struggle convincing them to leave the rooms open, you know, leave yeah. the windows open, leave the doors open, yep. let the outside in. And Embrace you, it. Well, I mean, but they did the opposite, you know. They'd fucking close everything up and make sure everything was locked and shut down and... And then, you know, wonder why they're fucking suffering from, you know, 100-degree heat <laughs> yeah. claustrophobia. And, yep. You know, whereas because we get this beautiful permanent sea breeze because we're sort of we, – our, our property faces due north to the, point where, to the point where the old bloke that initially built the house, which is a converted gun emplacement. Yep. So when he built the house, the, the ridge line of the house faces due north. Okay. And uh, so we get this beautiful, because obviously, same as you guys here, our prevailing wind is southeasterly. Yep. So this time of year, it's just fucking constant. So we get this nice sort of 
circulating tailwind coming off that prevailing wind and it just circulates around the front and get a nice constant breeze. So, you know, it's – it's it, and we're 70 metres above sea level. So Are you? Yeah, so we've sort of got a bit of altitude there. So normally – Mozzies aren't an issue, although this year, because of the fucking extended wet... Oh, don't get us started on that. I know. For the first time ever, we've got a fucking bit of mozzie issue up there. Have you really? Yeah, it's just oh, must not have been... bad. It's no, I know. The comparatively. Yeah, head, but it's all right. Yeah. Comparatively. But I've got like, one ear. I just follow ears. Yeah. Mount Mary Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one you? annoying prick at a barbecue. Always <laughs> 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 talking about his dick. A mozzie. A mozzie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you fish much? Yeah, well, this time of year it's hard because, I mean, apart from the fact that um, it, that south-easterly is just makes it Howls, pretty hard. It? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's so many great spots here. There. Oh, right, man. <laughs> Sponsored by. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, actually, I'll get it back up. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's the spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, fuck, if you're not here for a long time, just a good time. Yeah. I've been too busy talking. We get out as much as we can. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, but the wet season's a time for us. Yep. Because you can imagine the, the, yeah, dold, the doldrums kick in and yep. it's a fucking glass out most days. And, like, we're on a good day, we're 45 minutes from the boat ramp to the continental shelf. So, really? Yeah, it's a sweet little ride, you know. And then you've got, obviously, you're on the edge of the shelf. Yep. So you can do whatever the fuck whatever you want. Whatever you want. Mm. Yep. And, and find whatever you and want. And, like, it's untouched, you know. I mean, yeah, there's no it one is, there. Isn't it? Yeah, oh, no thanks, around, mate. So. And that is the best part. That is the best part about the Cape, and and it's the unfortunate part about this road going in, because yeah. the more accessible they make it, mm. the more it'll just yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we're, we're getting inundated anyway, John. Mm. You know, I yep. mean, it's not like there's only a fucking couple of people coming up. We're inundated. Yeah, they're all coming in their caravans and their fucking souped-up rigs, and so you know, I mean, uh, I, I'm in, me personally, I'm embracing the bitumen. Yeah, I want the bitumen. You've because, been wanting the bitumen for years. Fuck, man, well, you do do half a dozen trips, especially in a fucking 1988 model cab over Mitsubishi Canada. Canada, I <laughs> guarantee you'll be embracing. Rattle some fillings loose. Yeah. Guaranteed to be a jockey by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> or have hemorrhoids. <laughs> I should have worn my hard hat. Seriously, but um, but uh, yes, yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, they they're coming. You know, yeah, they mean, are, mate. They are. Tourism yep. on the Cape, you know, the word's out. People, yep. are, And, like, everyone wants to go to the tip, you know. And, and to me, it's because I was trying to set up some dirt bike tours up there, you know. Yeah. And, like, we have some great riding tracks around Lockhart itself, around uh, the east coast there, the Iron Range area. But everybody wants to fucking put that little tick in the tip. They do, you know, don't get they? Get the photo beside the oh, sign. Oh, well, you're not going to get that close and not want to get right to the end. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. know. No, I, look, yeah, I get I've it too. Been, right. I've been to furthest north. I've been to Marpoon probably five times and – I don't really care if I don't go to the tip mm. or not. Yeah, but I, I guess it is still cool to get to the end yeah. of the road. If yeah. you if you live on the east coast, like what? How far does it go and where does it end? Mm. And I think it's cool to see what's at the at yeah. the end because it's actually a pretty cool. It what is, is a at good the end spot. Of the road? Yeah. Cool. Just the fishing's not as good as Marpoon and the other spots. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you've got access to the Torres Straits, yeah. and you know, like it is pretty cool. I but, mean, the but that's what I was hinging my dirt bike tours on was the fact because the worst part about riding the bike from Cairns to the tip is the endless kilometres. Mm. Punching along the corrugations behind the car- fifteen caravans, you know. Yeah. So that was my whole idea: was that if you can fly into Lockhart, and then I've got the bikes there, yeah. and then you do the two major iconic tracks on the Cape, the Frenchman's Track and the Telegraph okay. Track, and then come back. So you know, I mean, that's because I, I mean, there's so many bike tours operating up there now. I mean, it's just to me, it looks like it's saturated. You mm. know, that the guy up in Kansas bought thirty motorbikes. Yeah. So you know, and like I don't see. 
I mean, fucking good on them. They're doing it. They're hitting it. But I don't see the I don't see the joy in riding that with thirty other people. You know, Behind you, fifteen other. Well, I mean, you've got so many different. You don't know. Either. Well, you've got so many different levels of riding ability. Yeah. So instead of being able to just fucking fang it out and do what you want, you, you're regimented, you know? Yeah. But don't they in. accommodate that? Like, because they've got so many um, support crew that do that. Yeah, whole, maybe. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you're the still... The corner system. Yeah, the corner man system. <laughs> the corner man system. But at the end of the day, you, you've got to keep waiting, you know? You do. I mean, you pull up if, you, if you're... You're uh, only as fast as your slowest team. Like an Ambrose, yeah, you know? That's exactly that's, right. That's what it's like. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, you should play Ambrose with me. I'd just... Take a hit off your ball every time. <laughs> <laughs> He's always trying to hit other blokes' balls. Is that a sexual connotation? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love balls. Without a doubt. That's Without a last doubt. name's All Cock No Balls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're serious or not. Uh, <laughs> oh, we'll have a Can feel we after. We'll have a feel after. <laughs> the, um, how long have you had to pull up for? When did you last have punters up there? Oh, fucking two years ago. Was it? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a pain in the ass. Oh, that's man, a real is. fucking pain in the ass. Well, I mean, that's the stupid thing is, is there's not a lot of job opportunities. No, there's there. not. So, I mean, we took the initiative to try and start our own business, and that should be supported. It should be. It should be. It totally should supported. be. And that's that's the frustrating part is the they'll sit there and tell you we're all about supporting small no, business, but in yeah. the next fucking breath, they'll send you a show cause notice. Bend you over. Well, yeah. put it this way: what what council want us to do? The circus hoops they are putting us through. It's probably going to cost us a couple of hundred grand. Mm. I mean, when you put that, and you know what that's going to allow us? It's going to allow us to have six guests stay at our property. Six. Oh, no. What the fuck are we going to do with six people? And for and six let's... months a year. Mm, yeah, exactly. for five. Eight, five. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? you got to take that into account. But they're, they're, they're supporting us. No, they I are know. supporting I us. Know. <laughs> They're, they're, really charging you a, they're charging you a fortune and you've only got half the time to make the money. But they also, like, we had the town planner come up and she's just, she's not taking into account the whole window that we've only got five months, six months where people can get here. Yep. Which, incidentally, buy- incidentally is another interesting point, the fact that the Cookshire Council has a town planning department full of town planners, yet all of the development applications are farmed out to a consulting town planner. Yep. And I don't understand how it's not a fucking conflict of interest. This town planner is in her own best interest to... To make it stretch out. ...perpetuate and fucking, you know, make it as onerous as yep. possible because it's fucking money in her pocket. It is, that's right. Yeah. And I, I also found it. too up the Cape that a lot of the people that are involved in that sort of thing aren't from the Cape. No, no. they're not. They're from everywhere they're else. They're from Brisbane. And they don't, get the, they <laughs> don't get the nuances of somewhere yeah. like Cape York and living yeah. up there. Yeah, you're right. Because it's a different set, like you said, it's a different set of challenges. Oh, completely and, different set of it challenges. It is. We Island need to be. Time, all that sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Once you get up there, you want to just, like, I, I can imagine walking into the temple and just sort of going, fuck, how good is this? Yeah. <laughs> mm. And that's no, what it should good. be. That's what it should well, be. Well, yeah, but you're going to do it in the couple of weeks, aren't you? Aren't you coming up for business? Yeah, you've got to come up. Yeah. Bring your fucking YZ and the CRF. Bring the young follower up. Yeah. Shame, uh, introduce him to a Frenchman. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a broken hip to me. <laughs> a very seedy, arduous Frenchman. <laughs> One hell bent on destroying your holiday. <laughs> What's he like trying to get a boat in there at the moment? Well, I mean, we've because we've got we're trying to run fishing charters up there. Our yep. um, our neighbour who owns the boat yard at Weeper and mm-hmm. Weeper Houseboat Hire, he's brought a beautiful vessel over there. It's a like a twelve meter sort of semi-flat bottom. It's got a V, but it's um, got a drop deck on the front of it. Has it? Perfect vessel. Like it punches yeah. through 
really big chop at 25 knots. Does it? And it's the perfect vessel for doing charter work. And so we're trying to help him get that up and running, you know, because yep. eventually when we start operating again, it'll help us, you know. Of course it will. And so we're – but we're really constrained by the tides. Because we don't have that beautiful wharf anymore that somehow we were able to build in 1943. <laughs> but now, can't with, do now. With all our fucking modern technological building yeah. advancement, we can't fucking build a wharf. So – if I mean, obviously, it's two tides a day normally, and it's a ninety metre flat. So if we if we try to organise a charter, it's completely dependent upon the tide. Yep. So and you know, I mean, it's caught us so many times, and this is where the mm. safety factor comes into. We've been trying to get a bit of momentum towards maybe trying to build some sort of jetty or wharf or something because it becomes a safety factor because we all know about the croc situation up there. I mean, there's fucking Whoa. crocs everywhere. And if you're out fishing for the day and you're having a fucking great time, you've just nailed it and you're onto the fish and you stay out a bit long and you miss the tide, you basically have to anchor your boat out on the tidal flat, which is 90 metres out, mm. and then as the tide comes in, normally around fucking five or six o'clock, you have to fucking wade out in tit deep water to get your boat to back. To get your boat back. Mm. And, I mean, if that's not a fucking crocodile disaster waiting to happen, I don't know what it is. That's and a it, nightmare walk. Oh, it is. And like nine Jason's times, done a few times. Have you? I've done it <laughs> oh, way too many did you? He was getting Way stalked. too many times, you know, and you sort of oh. you, you have those couple of moments where it's like a, a punch in the fucking face. What Fuck are you this. doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck the boat, it can yeah. stay there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. It's a different world up there yeah. and that's the problem that yeah. so much of the bureaucrats just don't get. Because no, they, they don't. never set foot up there. And the they never part, set foot up there. They won't, they won't understand until someone gets taken. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that's the sad part about it is then, like, that's the discussions I've said with them. I mean, are you going to be the guy that fucking was responsible for saying no mm. when I told you that this is probably going to happen? You know, but uh, fuck, it just doesn't matter. I've said it for a few years with the Crocs. It won't be until they're swimming up the Brisbane River mm. that things will change. Yeah. Yeah. Once they're going past Southport and, the, you know, all that yeah. sort of stuff, then yeah. then they'll want some real change yeah. about it. But yeah. it'll take a long time to get too. They're getting further south. They're in the Mary River at Maryborough. I mean, don't forget, this is a fucking animal that has adapted over millennia. Mm. So who's to say it's not going to adapt to be able to survive in colder waters? Mm. You know, I mean, it's fucking, it's an incredible, incredible well, reptile. Maryborough is probably one of the coldest parts of the Queensland coast. Mm. It really is. And they've got them in the Mary River yeah, down there. They've exactly. caught, they caught a four, four and a half metre one out of Rocky, out of Fitzroy, only just a month ago. Yeah. Plus, I mean, you've, you've got a world of pretty fucking... Out there, people. I mean, who's to say someone's not fucking taking them down there and sticking them in there? You know, oh, putting a, look, a breeding pair in the yep. fucking Fitzroy yep. or whatever. Well, what was Lex saying about the one that they pulled out from down here and brought all the way up to Weeper and then it swam all the way oh, back down? Oh, yeah, mm. it did. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they don't relocate a lot of them because so many of them have really good GPSs. Mm. They do. If they're yeah. in an area that they like, mm. you could pull them out of this river, take them 400 clicks north and they're back in two yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah, they just head the point they head towards home. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty, pretty amazing. They places. are. They are. Yeah. How do you go with the feral pig problem up there? Do you notice it where you are? Uh, it's not really an issue where we are. Yeah, I mean we We've don't. We've got a lot of fanatics around us. That love well, to I, tell, oh, I, I tell you what, the reason why it's probably not a big issue to us is because the locals at Lockhart fucking thrive on the pigs. They do. Oh man, it's yep. a staple diet. It is. I mean, they, they eat more pigs than any wildlife. Yeah, that's I mean, exactly they've all right. got their hunting dogs. They've all got their yep. fucking four-wheel drive set up. Cages you know? on the back and all and that I mean, the Iron stuff. Range is a great spot to catch them. Bloody oath. I mean, you guys know. I mean, you're much better off catching a pig out of the fucking rainforest than mm. out on the sky. Out west flat, where you know? it's dry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. And they're I omnivorous. Eating, eating bloody roadkill. Yeah, well, yeah. they're omnivorous. I mean, they'll they're be, that's right. Full it's of worms. The same. It's exactly the same here. We're in an area that's lush, green, fertile. 
sugarcane bananas, pawpaws, all that oh, sort of yeah. stuff. And if they're not eating that, they're pig in the rainforest yeah. eating that sort of thing. And some pig of the pigs, I, I hunt a bit, and some of yeah. the pigs I've caught around here. Yeah. Are beautiful. The, uh, the fat on them is um, unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like a, like a styed pig. Yeah, it would be. You know, just black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We um we we do some heli fishing tours with uh, Bungie Scott. Yep. He's still got a couple of helicopters. He's got a pilot and flies for him. And we do a couple of trips down sort of south of Lockhart. And I mean, you fly across those big swamps there, and there are massive, massive mobs of pigs running across the flats. A hundred strong. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty pretty prolific down that way. But uh, I mean, it's not really an issue at our place. I mean, you don't see a lot of drama from them. But yep. I mean, you know, I've heard figures of 25 million pigs in Australia. Yeah, more yeah, pigs that's what people. they're talking now, more pigs than people. Yeah. You know, and, and I know the, the station I was on over at Aracoon on the West Coast was mm. all flat, mm. all floodplain country. Yeah. And I, we'd have pros come up and shoot, you know, a couple of times a year. You yeah. wouldn't even make a dent. I did see some footage from an unknown source on the West Coast where some very uh, ingenious person had, uh, had this big swamp on his property, massive big swamp, and there used to be just a – fucking invasion of pigs every afternoon on dusk, you know, come mm. down to his swamp. And somehow he got a hold of one of those fucking Berettas. Oh, you that's know, the way. You know, the fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gat- Gatling, Gatling gun. gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Back in the, in yeah. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he set it up on the edge of the swamp and you can imagine the footage that <laughs> afternoon. Be epic. Oh, it was insane. It's, it's absolutely what you need. <laughs> I mean, oh. very confronting, but holy fuck. Yep. Talk about pig eradication. We had the CSIRO come out one year and do a count, had that chopper with the beam booms out the side and mm. all that sort of stuff. And mm. at the end of that, they estimated nearly 350,000 pigs on one property. Fuck. Wow. On yeah, they do property. some damage. It's a big though. property, don't mm. get me wrong, 1.6 mm. million acres, but still, yep. it's a lot of bloody pork running yeah, around, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, no doubt. And they do and a lot of damage. And I don't know what, there's money in that. Yeah, well, what happened to the pig box? Yeah. There's one in Townsville. Is That's it? the nearest one. That's the nearest one to the tip of Cape York. And it's just not its not affordable to send it out there. And I think a big part of the problem too was when we changed all of our export rules with livestock, they can't have injuries on them. Oh, okay. And most feral pigs are usually mm. being caught by dogs mm. and their ears are all ripped up and they won't oh, take them. It's like yeah, cattle now. Right. If cattle have got bite marks on them, they won't mm. take them. Yeah, so I think that put a bit of a dampener on all of it. Yeah, but right. they should be doing it. Because oh. you, you, you know around here, there's farms around this area that it'd be – 20, 30 pigs every week, eh? Mm. Week in, yeah. week out. Yeah, I can imagine. Talking about pigs, we're, uh, if anyone's in Weeper on the 16th of September, me and the kids are doing a gig at the uh, Albie Hotel for the Weeper pig hunt. With the, for the pig hunt, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good weekend, eh? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. We've, been we've yeah. never been, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're going to be there loud and proud. No, it's good fun. They make the music, they got the singing in the band up there. Yeah, have you? What's the name yeah. of the band? Uh, Shameless plug. Can can we name it? Shameless plug. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Shameless plug. You can have it. You can have it. Yeah, that's (laughs) certainly better than Buster Hyman and the (laughs) Benefactor. Don't say we didn't give you nothing. <laughs> Shameless plug. I didn't mind that one, man, Buster Hyman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. Last time we went fishing. <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah. the kids are coming up. Katie organised that whole gig, her and Stevie. So it's going to be cool. Yeah, excellent. And the best thing is, like, we've been stressing about, because, you know, I mean, we're sort of trying to factor in the logistics and trying to get a PA up there. You know, trying to get a PA, a higher PA from Cairns to Weeper. It's just... Been a bit of a nightmare because there's not a huge lot of fat in the budget. Mm. And then last minute, fucking manager from the Albi sends us an email saying, we've just bought a brand new PA and he's bought this beautiful big Yamaha three-way system and all the fucking fruit. 
So now we don't have to worry. So if Tim from the Albies listening, you're a fucking legend. <laughs> well played, Tim. Well played. Yep. Nothing worse than chewing the bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, God. When's that on? September, you said? 16th, isn't it? Yep. September the 16th. Yeah, yeah no, that'd be cool. And the Weeper Fishing Comp's a good weekend too. Yeah, well, we haven't been to the fishing comp, but we sponsored uh, the Ladies' Day. Oh, did you? The Billfish Competition Ladies' Day. Oh, yeah, so okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie and I went over for that and uh, and got on one of the big big boats over there. And uh, we had a fucking blast at that, but we've never been to the fishing comp. Mm. Big weekend. Yeah, I can imagine. Weeper's growing. Weeper's yeah. growing very fast. It is, mm. isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yep. Compared to can, what it was even just 10 years ago. You can buy a house in there. Really? Yeah. Stop it. No, you can't. Before. Well, you couldn't before. There was nothing left oh. before. Oh. Absolutely nothing yeah. left before. Yeah. Especially with the mining and it's that sort of stuff. It's up there in price, though. Oh, yeah. They won't miss you. I don't know if I'd want to buy a house in Weeper. Oh, Okay. Why? Well, Stop. I don't know. I, I prefer the east. The east well, side. would you wear considering where you exactly, are? Exactly. Exactly. Welcome yeah, to the yeah. east side. <laughs> 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 well, it's not a turf war again. <laughs> you two pack or biggie? <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. You, you six pack or? <laughs> six pack. <laughs> how, how often do you find that you come down this way, or even just down to Cairns? Um, in the space of a year. Oh, it's pretty random, man. Well, it is, well is it? lately, uh, off a fair bit, because um, Australia Post have changed our freight charges. So before, we used to be able to post, um, you know, like a 20-kilo box for $11.80 mm. up to home. So that's dry store, Coles goods or whatever. Now okay. it's 55 bucks a box. Right. And that just changed 1st of July. <sighs> and now that's changed all of our logistics because, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, 55 bucks... If we did a big shot with Coles, I mean, you might have like 15 boxes. Yeah, that's right. So 15, 15 times 55, <laughs> yeah. I mean, now it's pretty much on par with C-Swift. Yeah, so, it is, isn't it? I mean, it's up there. So we're trying to figure out what, what, what went wrong there. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously we need to get involved at a fucking higher level because obviously there was some sort of subsidy and the government, without any consultation, have cut the subsidy. Because as far as I know, Australia Post is doing pretty well now. Yeah, but it wasn't Australia Post. It was the government. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. So the I don't think it's Australia Post. Yeah. I think it's if you want me to go else. down a rabbit hole, I'd say put a fucking fire break in. What? Like, if you listen to what you're saying right now, with all the stuff that's happening in fucking Maui, it sounds like they want you out of there. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they push it hard. <laughs> they push it hard. Fucking fire break in. They might come up there and try and burn you out. They might burn you out. Might be worth leaving that boat out in the deep water for a while. What <laughs> wasn't back in the war days, like, when they seriously contemplated, like, a northern line where they were prepared to hand over. Sacrifice. I don't know whether it was north of Rockhampton or something. It's a bit further. It's north of Mackay. Was it? Is that yeah, what it was? Yeah, it was north of Mackay. And so the government basically said, well, if they do invade, we'll give them that. Yeah. And so, you know. And write it off. So you know, what does that say about us from a mm. government perspective? Yeah. Well, I mean, look, what is it? 85% of Queensland's population is the southeast corner? Yeah, exactly. And fuck the other five? Yeah, well, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, yeah, 15. Well, that's exactly the same situation with Cookshire. It I'd is. I'd say 90% of the population is in fucking Cooktown. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean. It is. That's why we don't get any representation up there. and um, That's why Jason's thinking of run, running for councillor. Yeah, I am. Oh, if you can't beat him, do you want to be one of them, though? Come well, on. No, no, man. I don't want him to be. You don't strike me as shit. a flog. I don't know, it's $70,000 a year for oh, one fucking meeting a month, no. which that you should, don't even need to attend. That should cover your Australia Post bill. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but this is the ludicrous situation. Like, I contacted one of our councillors when we're going through this whole development application thing to talk about it, and she basically said to me, I'm not allowed to talk to you because you've got a pending development application, can't talk to you. I'm going, you're our fucking elected representative. Representative. And you can't talk to me about something that I'm trying to get through council. I mean, and the thing is she's saying that it's because of the possible uh, liability, you know, I mean, because she could get sued for fucking conflict of interest or whatever. I'm going, you got to be fucking kidding me. I mean, that's – and that's why I I genuinely am thinking about it because someone needs to fucking get into local government and start standing up and say, well, fucking send me to jail. I don't care. You know, what, are you going to send us all to jail? I mean – Fuck, it's, it's, we're, we're here to support the residents. Yeah. You know, I mean, this whole, it, it's a different attitude now where council is a business. It's it a, is. It's its own fucking enterprise. It is. And they've forgotten the whole fucking reason that they're there. And a lot of councils and governments also too, of the vast, excuse me, a vast majority of management and that sort of thing in there have never worked in the private sector. There's no small None business experience. None whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? They and not even on a large that scale a for Rio Tinto or anything like that. But when you see that the politicians that are running the country are career politicians. Mm. They're, well, they're all lawyers. And they are, mate. They finish, they finish <laughs> yeah. high school, they go to uni to be a politician, yeah. I suppose. Study career commerce politician. and politics yeah. and all Play that Play with other people's stuff. money. It's not yours. Yeah, What's yeah, the degree yeah, in yeah. politics called? Wanker. PhD in flop. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just grand larceny, isn't it, really? A PhD in grand larceny. That's got to be what it is. Yeah, and look, we have the same here, and they, and they try and pawn off the same spiel, too, that, oh, we've got such a big electorate but mm. not many residents, mm. so, you mm. know, that's why you have to pay the money that you do. They do that here. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we, we do that same spiel up there. Believe it or not, um, Casbury Coast is, I think, top two or three in the state for rates. Yeah, really? It is. Yeah. I'm not even joking. I think I'm that, not even joking. I think it it just, really is. I think they need to just fucking get back to the basic core responsibilities of a local government. Just fucking fix the road, pick up the rubbish, make sure the fucking parks and gardens so nice are good. And tidy. You know, all that other shit, just get the fuck out of it. Don't get involved. Yeah, Leave that up to private We're the problem locally, they're always doing a restructure. Mm. Yeah. We're doing a restructure. We're, we're kicking everyone out. And then next year, yeah. we're doing a restructure. But they just call That's it... all money. That's they just no, call they it... Just, an, yeah. They just call it an election. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, true. Oh, it's a restructure. Painful. You yeah. vote on it. Yeah. But it, and, and that's it's 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 the state over. It's the country over at the moment. We're the mm. most overgoverned country in the And the, the most underpopulated. And yeah. the most underpopulated. Yeah, the complete contrast of Asia. It's just it's <laughs> it's absolutely bizarre. Uh, so we we find the same thing down here mm. is is that it's just mm. Anyway, yeah. and and the other problem too is a lot of these people that get put in charge of these portfolios as they call them have zero experience in yeah. those portfolios. Yeah. No, yeah. they're just a local council member. They get voted in by a bunch of other plebs that were hanging around the local electorate. Yeah. yeah. And we all went, oh, yeah, he seems like he's got some good ideas. But he's he's never worked in project management, community mm. planning. He's yeah. never done any of that sort mm. of stuff. We just hired down here. We hired a new CEO. Do you know we have a CEO? I think they hired him last year and they're paying him 400-odd grand a year. Oh, fuck, really? And it's his job to run the town. That's his job. His yeah. job is to run the town. Mm. Well, what the fuck's the mayor for then? Mm, exactly. Yes. All the council <laughs> At 170 grand a year. Well, yeah, what the fuck's the mayor for? Yeah, if, this, exactly. if we just paid this by 400 to come in He's here the voice yeah. for the to, yeah, to yeah, actually yeah, yeah. run everything yeah, yeah. and it's make a, sure the town functions. It's an absolute puppet What's he show? for then? Yeah. It's a puppet show. It is. Exactly. It's like the CEO yeah, right. really is the man in charge. The councillors are just there to be, it's a good cop, bad cop scenario. Yeah. 
Councils there going, yeah, no, we agree with you, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. meet the people, and then when it comes down to it, it's just yeah, it's a, it's an absolute shit. Yeah, show. but that's the thing. Like if you, when it comes to a vote, they vote on the officer's recommendation. Mm. Like no one stands up and says, wait on, I disagree. If there's an officer's recommendation, yep, that's what we'll go with. Yeah. So you know, you're at their mercy. Yeah, you are 100%. So, yeah, you're right. What is the fucking point? Yeah, that's exactly right. Let's save ourselves a fucking million dollars in <laughs> salaries. But I work, for, I work for Q Health and I see it week in, week out. Mm. You want to talk about wastage? Oh. Jesus H. We're we'll talking about mismanagement. Mary and Joseph. Oh, yeah. It's just, I've said it for years that hospitals don't need these uber educated, tertiary educated human beings, ex doctors, and all that sort of thing. Mm. They need someone that's done. Project management out in the mines for 20 years. Mm. Mm. That's what you need to run a hospital. Somebody that knows how to fix a problem as fast as humanly possible. No, no they need someone who's fucking run a brothel. <laughs> 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 they're the ones. They're the ones that have to I'll, deal with getting screwed. <laughs> well, that's, what, that's what you call multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, that's what we should look for. We should look at mayor should have fucking run a brothel before. <laughs> I reckon a hospital, I don't, in all honesty, I don't, th I think the expenditure on wet wipes would be the same for a brothel as it is a hospital. Though, quite, we're just throwing it out there because we go through a lot of wet wipes. Just flicking it out. Antibacterial obviously because yeah. we have to look over after everybody's health yeah. you know certain protocols <laughs> but it is we had a big blowout in, in our in our government uh, in our health service here only a couple of years ago yep. 80 odd million dollars in the red and everyone's going how the fuck did that happen yeah, but what about the big pay debacle when you've fucked up all everyone's pays that's exactly right. although oh, no, that's a weekly thing people oh, carry on like that's just a one off no 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 that's oh, weekly really? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, the, the amount of issues they have in, in Q Health and I'll probably get the sack for this yeah. Oh, well, I like the pricks anyway. Professional, <laughs> professional podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be driving a bagging machine next week. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I've got a mate of mine that's got a farm. He'll probably give me a job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'll just go and hide down the back by the river anyway and do it all. Oh, God. No, but it is. It is insidious. It gets into everything. It's every government. It's not just here. Uh, it's not Australia. We're not, we're not an mm, island. Not well, a mute. second we are. Um, but, um, you know, New Zealand's a, Oh, fuck, another island um, <laughs> Sorry uh, Iceland Am I right? No, no, that's an island Fuck um, no, But you know what I mean It's, it's the world over It's iron land <laughs> What do they say? Corruption corrupts absolutely Or something along those Ooh, lines and fuck it, me it just dead. does well, that, it just that made you sound really intelligent when I'm you not, said that. I'm not. What happens is before I walk in here and sit down with him, I just Google the 10 biggest words of the day. What's trending? And then I try and throw them in. What's trending for the day? I heard that's what Rogan does, so I'm that doing the same thing. <laughs> How long are you down for? When are you going home? Mate, fucking as soon as we finish this fucking show. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> We've probably bullshitted you for enough then. Get on Wait, the road. So how we, how I got this podcast together, I caught up with them yesterday and, and I um got their phone number about oh, 10 minutes before they got here. Yeah. <laughs> and I said to Anzac, I said, what's their number? And I called him and he go, I said, where are you? They're like, oh, we're on near Wangan. I said, good, you can do a podcast. <laughs> No, 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 no. He didn't say do it. He said on the phone because Katie's got on speakerphone. You see, you can do a potty. I thought like, you meant a potty car. Well, yeah, we thought she meant a potty you car. Pull it out. I'm like, yeah. oh, you going to do some 
Get out it is normally what we mean. Uh, you know, you know what they say about hungry potty calves. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you talking about the molasses on your balls? Yeah, it's the uh, one. That is the spirit. Yeah, yes, exactly right. That's, why, <laughs> that's the only reason he got into cattle. But think about it. Yeah. Hungry potty calves and bananas. What's that tell you about this place? <laughs> Speaks volumes. Both ends are sorted. Both ends are sorted. Oh, well, you, you figured me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had, I had a mate of mine that's, that's farming cane down here. He was going to come on today. But, I, but then the mill rang him at literally this morning and said, oh, we want to do a round at your place this afternoon. And he had, just has to go, yep, oh, okay. okay, and show up. So we're fucking second choice. Is what no, you're saying. no, no, no. Well, <laughs> talking I about time. You that? Yeah, yeah, it was, was, come, was meant, meant to be. Like it's not smelliest. second choice. Like it was smelliest. meant to be. It was destiny, uh, folks. Uh, <laughs> anyway. You were heading up the, up the table yesterday, today, so I'm like, oh, mm. see if I can get them. Oh, yeah, jagged. well, mate, we were right around the corner. I oh, just jagged. can't believe how that all turned out. Destiny. It's a strong southerly. The smelliest. Oh, <laughs> smell the red dust on us. <laughs> smell the PDR. Uh, yeah, but anyway, no, we're gonna we're gonna head straight up now. We're gonna spend a couple of days on the tablelands with my oldies. Whereabouts is that? In Mudlander. Mudlander. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then uh, yeah, peel out from there. Beautiful. Head back home and get a bit of shit done. Eh? There'll be some nice nice weather by the end of the week. It might be. Yeah, I think. Yeah, right. Thursday, Friday. Beautiful. Well, it's coming good here. So yeah, it'll come you, good up there. Mm. Then, it probably would, out. maybe yeah. 24 hours later by the time you get home. It should be sweet. That'd be good. But anyway, cheers, boys. Cheers. Thank yeah. you very much for joining us. Yeah, and we're going to see you in a few weeks, I reckon. Okay. Good day. <laughs> so if you want to check them out, use on, on uh, Instagram stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the, at the Temple Cape York. Yep. Yeah. At the Temple Cape York. Yep. Yeah, reach out. Say good day. Reach out. Say good day. Come and check out the place. Mm. Come for a visit. Come catch a Mackie. Although, although now you're only allowed to catch one recreationally two. and two per boat. Yeah, so, I know. So we won't be catching many, all right? <laughs> That's what you said, eh, Mackie? Yeah. Don't, don't get us fucking started on fisheries, mate. <laughs> You'll never get home. That's another a hour. whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Thanks it. Good job. Right. Legends. See ya.